0: My name is Bob McDonald, I have over 5 years experience in radio broadcasting. Now I'm taking those skills and I'm transferring them over to the world of podcasting. I want to focus on the interesting and creative people that make my city tick. This is Granite Jam. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Granite Jam podcast. This is a podcast focusing on the interesting and creative people of Aberdeen. If you want to keep up with what's coming next on the podcast, pretty much got Granite Jam everywhere. If you Google Granite Jam, you'll get us. This episode focuses on a musician, YouTuber, and radio host who does produce the music for the intro of this podcast. The guest for this episode of the podcast is Greg Swan. Greg is a musician under the name My Heart, Your Thunder. The music you heard in the intro was called Press Start. Greg is a YouTuber going under the name You're Gonna Wanna Watch. Uh, We talk all about his YouTube channel and his music through the podcast. We also talk about his time presenting the sci-fi show on Shmoo FM. Now, you're going to hear a bit of a sample of Greg's music. This is Talk Data To Me. By my heart, your thunder. After that, we'll go straight into the interview. joined for the third episode of the granite jam podcast i've got greg swan with me hello greg that's really weird when you use my name so formally
1: like that <laughs> yeah no hi bob how is it going Good. that's
0: like it's the third... that weird is that switch from human voice to radio voice
1: hello bob how we're we doing yeah no it's it's weird it's um because we don't actually talk like this to each other we've just fallen into it mm-hmm. um it's so strange
0: And currently, Greg, your projects are My Heart, Your Thunder, Mm -hmm. which is your music project. I do music. And your YouTube channel, You're Gonna Wanna Watch.
1: Yes, those are the two of them. Um, Yeah. uh, So, yeah, I do music under the name My Heart, Your Thunder. Um, The name came from, like, one of those online generators. I just couldn't be bothered thinking of a name. Like, I've been in... Like quite a few musical projects in the past and I've just like spent so long thinking of names, thinking of the right name for a thing in the past and like, oh it's a nightmare but this time I was just like, oh I want to release some music oh um what do do I have to do it under name, can I not just do it I was like, well my name's not that good, like oh it's Greg Swan, like what? No so I just went online and was just like random name generator and it was like two different names like my heart will go on or something and is this your thunder and i was like oh my heart your thunder that's fun that's a that's a good name
0: and what sort of music is it you produce the listeners will have heard a snippet in the beginning as part of the intro
1: oh i'm very interested to find out what snippet that is um uh it's it's sort of very sort of minimalistic uh synth pop I guess Um, a a lot of it sort of ranges from uh, very dark and uh, moody stuff to like the most bubblegum pop you've ever heard Um, and it's it's all electronic it's all synths it's all instrumental stuff there's no like singing on it or anything Um, and yeah it's all done via mobile phone app I don't know if you knew this. You 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 know you probably don't. Uh, so I use um yeah, a mobile phone app. It's called Noise, spelled N O I Z. Um, and it's by a company called Studio Amplify. Uh, and essentially it is just preloaded synth boards that you can program sequences into and make music essentially. You can also change the synths themselves so that it got different sounds and you can even change the settings of those synths so it's not like you've got a snare that sounds like that, you can change the the sound of that snare or even the reverberation or anything like that. So um it's a really fun app. I actually suggest that everyone go in and download it and have a play if you're interested in making music cheaply, if freely, even um there are a few things that you have to kind of a few different boards you can pay for but i think they're only like like two quid a board or something 1.99 or something like that so it's a very easy and free way to make music if you're interested in making music um i i remember getting it like 2 or 3 years ago and just playing around and just having a bit of a laugh uh you get to upload your music so it kind of just sticks around and then um, when I left Shmoo, we'll get round to. We'll yeah, get we'll, back, get there. We'll, we'll get We'll get back round to that. Um, when I left Shmoo I was just kind of pottering about, not knowing really much what to do, and I just remembered that app, re-downloaded it because I must have deleted it from my phone, and then started making tunes and started getting like not even better. I just did a lot of. T- I think I did like seven or eight, and was like, okay, well that's. A lot. That's like an EP's worth. What can I do with it? And then, yeah, made a name, downloaded all the songs, sort of came up with a concept for the EP, uh, which I thought was so clever. Because uh, I did. It was a picture. The first EP is called Waves, Waveforms, Synths, um, and I put a picture of just like it was a a tall ship that was in Aberdeen Harbour. That I took with like a really crappy 110 camera, and like that's the that's the picture it's called waves and I thought, oh my God, how smart are you? Not that smart like real dumb um but so yeah, that was um September last year um then I just sort of left it and I was actually like ch- trying to charge people to go and buy it and then realized, wait, it's not that good. Why are you charging people money for something that A, you made for free, and B, it's not like the highest quality material, like it's it's okay, it's nice, it's bleepy-bloppy, but like, it's not 100% what people should, like, would you buy it? And I was like, mm, no, I wouldn't buy it, probably. Um, And then, sort of around the start of this year, January, I had another five songs that I was like, oh okay, well I'll do another one. And then like the month after that I was just like, oh I'll do another one because I've got another five songs here. And so currently I have I've released five EPs this year. Uh I finished up in May. And they've all got five I think one of them's got four on them, but five songs. Um it's really fun actually to kind of go back and, and look and Listen to the first one and then listen Listen to the last one, which, uh, your theme song is from the last one. Um, and to kind of hear the difference in sort of production, I guess, or at least the thought behind the songs and, and be like, oh, well, this one is very minimalistic. And this one actually has some stuff going on and maybe some cool ideas. Um, but yeah, so like January, February, March, April, May, all released. I did. Another jokey a couple more jokey E P names. Um maybe it's a sign S I N E for all my wave head forms out there, with the waveform heads out there. Um one called eponymous simply because at that point the only person who was really paying attention was Aaron from Bravo from Shmoo. Again, we'll get there. Um and I was just like, it'll be really funny. To have him say the album is called eponymous and people were like no the album is eponymous you can't and i was like that yeah, that's funny um but yeah so um six eps in general i haven't done anything recently with them but i'm just taking like a break um i've actually just the the so studio amplify have just released a new app called craft and it's like a lot more customizable they're not loaded they're not preloaded. so you kind of get to build it yourself um so i'm maybe going to do something with that in the future but um all of the six eps that i've released now are uh licensed under creative commons uh which the specific type of creative commons is licensed under is attribution non-commercial share alike meaning uh you can copy and redistribute in any medium or format uh, you can remix it you can transform it and you can build upon the material so if you want to use it for a YouTube video or even a podcast um, you can you can do that uh, I'm absolutely fine with that all that you need to make sure is that it's uh, attributed to my heart your funder which <laughs> yeah that's fine I yeah just Put a link in there somewhere. Just say, This is by my heart, your funder. This is the SoundCloud or Bandcamp, whatever. Uh, that's non commercial. Really, non commercial is just like, as long as you're not McDonald's, as long as you're not Nike using my material and then just not paying me, cool. That's fine. I'm glad it, like, it, as long as you're a creator who doesn't have the money to spend on royalty fees, I'm fine with that. And then share like, so if you build, remix or transform the material at all, you have to then license it under the same creative commons so that people can themselves remix, build, transform, redistribute however they want. Um, And really that's just because I was like, well, like, again, do you want to be making money off of this or is it just a hobby? like it's a it's a hobby that I've got and i i enjoy sharing it i enjoy like i some of the some of the reason as well for making the music was to use in my own youtube videos and the after a while i kind of used all of the songs in the youtube videos so I was like oh I now have to go elsewhere and and find other songs but I'm I'm quite happy for other people to use it if they really want to. If you are a a small creator or even just uh, someone who needs to use like any audio that's instrumental, have a look at it. It's fine. Uh, it's on Bandcamp. It's myheartyourthunder.bandcamp.com or SoundCloud. Soundcloud.com/slash/myheartyourthunder. Um, yeah, so that's that's the music that I do. Traditionally, music is,
0: you know, musicians will promote by going and playing gigs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with the way you produce music, that's less possible. How do you promote your music?
1: I don't, generally. Um, I mean, I hope that sort of people have been listening to your podcast and going, well, Oh what a what a piece of music right at the start there. Um really I haven't. Um because again, uh it's really a hobby. I like you I really could push for promotion. I could make a Facebook page and a Twitter page and all of those social media things and like put money into the promotion of this material. But again, it's creative commons. I'm not really making any money off of it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not gaining anything from promoting it, um, coming on to podcasts. That's a sort of way of promoting it. Um, but talking about gigs, I actually, so with the, um, I have like laid in bed at night and gone, well, no, hold on. You could Bluetooth the screen, like a screen capture thing up on it or back and then literally build the synths as you're kind of like, just do the drums and then build in a bit of bass and then do some synth and like do a live gig that way. It would be a nightmare. It would be the, Oh my God, such a headache. But, um, again, I want, I kind of want people to kind of go on and be like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Maybe like one person is like, this is amazing. And would be amazing at it, would be like really good in excels and thinks this would be an amazing thing to do live, like to build synths and make a song live. Um, it'd be a really interesting sort of at least an art project or something, maybe not a commercial thing. You know, I'm, I don't know if you're, you're ever going to see me in Unit 51. You're not. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a really interesting thing to do.
0: Now you've mentioned it once or twice, so we should probably talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah. Um, we first met through Shmoo.
1: Yes, Shmoo FM.
0: You were doing a sci-fi show.
1: I was. Yeah. Let's talk about that. How did that come about? So, um, I remember when I moved up to Aberdeen. It was two thousand and ten. Uh I'd done some radio in the past. I'd done like hospital radio down. Um in Western Supermare where I used to live and loved it, really enjoyed it Um, when I came up here I contacted Shmoo and was like do you, are you letting anyone in? and they promptly said no, but you're more than welcome to come and have a look around the premises so I did, I went around and, and had a look, it was good It's it was weird because it's not like how it was now, um, or even how it is going to be Um. And so that was just kind of a pipe dream that sort of died, really. Um, I then went on a little later to do internet radio, which again, atrocious. Don't do internet radio. Don't do live streaming on a computer kind of setup playing. And especially don't do a rock show where you haven't vetted the language <laughs> in the music um because you will have an angry producer facebook messaging you going stop this stop the music and you've just played like oh my god something bad wait can we swear here yeah of course we can swear yeah uh so it was it was queens of the stone ages sixth tutor and it was um yeah really like lots of f words lots of fuck it's really and then sorry we're we're (laughs) radio guys Saying swear words is like dipping your hand in the cookie jar and getting away with it. There is a piece of audio from the first
0: recording of the first episode of this podcast where I remember that I can swear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you're just like, shit. Oh, no, shit. Yes. Actually, shit. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I did internet radio. It's bad. And then sort of when I was just kind of like finished with it, I was just like... Uh, and then uh, my wife at the time, at the time, she's still my wife, my wife at that moment said, why don't you try Shmoo? And I was like, I've tried Shmoo in the past. And she's like, well, that was like two years ago, three years ago. Give them another shout. Um, and for those who are listening
0: who don't know what Shmoo is, uh, Station House Media Unit are a media organization who focus on the regeneration areas of Aberdeen and producing community media and generally improving the lives of people in those areas.
1: Yeah, which they do that by film and magazines but also they have their own radio station. They, they've got their own bandwidth on FM, 99.8 FM. Um, and yeah, the, but when I went to them in like 2013 uh, they were like, do you know what we had funding our funding limited the people we could have now that funding has ended we can literally take on anyone have you had experience and I was like yeah I've just done a stint on internet radio and hospital radio and they were like well that's cool what do you want to do and I was like right how about obscure stuff that no one's ever heard because I'd been in bands and I'd listened to everyone's stuff before and I was like well I really like it wonder if other people do too they said we just had a guy last week take that concept that's the brother voodoo Aaron you got there a week before me um which I'm very glad he did his show is a 100% better than anything I would have done I would have done like a month and then just failed I would have just been like well that's all the stuff I don't I know that you don't so yeah Aaron's very good at that if you're if everyone listening, I suggest listening to Shmoo FM, listening to Aaron's Brother Voodoo playlist Tira. It's great. Uh, Tuesday night eight o'clock until ten. You surf the Shmoo website too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just you're on the ball. I was I was never on the ball. Anyway, um, yeah. Then they said, "Is there anything else you'd like to do?" Uh, Shmoo uh, said that, and then I was like, "Well, um, I like sci-fi," and they're like, "Yeah, we don't have anything that's sci-fi." I was like, well, no." Do you know what? I also said, "Can I do a movie one?" <laughs> can I do a movie show where I just talk about movies oh we have one of those oh do you Um, I don't think it was you on it I think it was Tim and Chris Chris, yeah Yeah. that's right Um, so yeah I I kind of I plunked for sci-fi somehow Um, and yeah just started doing it was the Saturdays at 1 Saturdays at 1 were you still in YRP at that time yeah I was part it was uh I suppose
0: it still is it's one of their projects is youth media and they get young people from the regeneration areas to produce media content mm-hmm. and that slot is I believe it's ten o'clock until one
1: o'clock on a Saturday. In, yeah, it used to be.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's expanded, I yeah. believe. So um,
1: it used to be Saturday at one o'clock that my show was. And so I would kind of hang about between anywhere like between twelve and maybe I even get there at like eleven or even ten, and just sit there, have some like a rustler or something, something horrible, and just kind of chill out with everyone and, and kind of catch up on what what the week's been like with everyone. Um, and then yeah, I had the producers come up to me, they sort of the radio managers, and were like, um, could you move your show? I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, we want to expand the the youth programs into one o'clock to three. So we want them uh, to three o'clock, nine till three. And I was like, yeah, that's absolutely fine. where do you want to stick me? And they were like Sundays at four, you know, and I was like, brilliant. And it was like supposed to be the show after mine as well, which I think is Pete's punk hour, Pete the punk, his hour. And they were like, Pete was like, well, I'm new moving. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Just me then. Um. So yeah, I moved to Sundays at four. Um, and I did that for a couple of years. And then you guys, you and Tim, doing the movie ticket, were Sundays at 3. But you were never there.
0: No, because we, we pre-recorded our show. So Smart we're... move. <laughs> yeah. Live radio constricts you to turning up on oh. time. And I'm just not good at that.
1: Well, that's ultimately why I left Shmoo was the constraints. Um, I sort of had like a mini breakdown one week and just didn't have anything prepared. Um, it was sort of winding down that way anyway that I would finish the show on a Sunday uh, and then like the first year I would like research stuff during the week, polish it off on the weekend and then Sunday I'd have it done. Um and then yeah one week i just hadn't done any of that and i was just like oh well i can't go in and didn't go in and the world didn't fall apart like everyone was still alive and no establishments had crumbled and i was just like oh yeah no i it's the world is not on my shoulders i'm just a part of it and like it's not all dependent on me mm-hmm. um so I just reevaluated a lot of things, um, and took some time to myself. And I'm still on that time. Essentially, um, they are—I I don't know if they're still looking for people, but they definitely still want us back. We are the outlaw, Shmoo outlaws. <laughs> we are—we are outside of the the remit of them, and they're like, we will catch them one day.
0: But the sci-fi show—you got to do some cool stuff.
1: Yeah, no, the sci-fi show was great um i'm like some of the highlights were interviewing darth elvis um and them being in character yeah
0: so for the audience yeah how, how do you describe darth elvis and the Imperials?
1: so darth elvis and the imperials is you can't even really call them a cover band yeah. no they are a band i'll all right i'll do it face sort of surface level so they on the surface are a band who have an Elvis impersonator, a, a Star Trooper, a, a stormtrooper on the drums, a, a Darth Maul on the guitar, and a TIE fighter on bass. If you go to see them, that's what you'll see. And they also sound like an Elvis cover band. When you actually listen in, you figure out that the Elvis songs have references to Star Wars movies in them, and that they're not all just Elvis songs. Some of them are also different songs by other people. Uh, like I think they've got again, Queen's of Stone Age. They've got a Queen's of Stone Age song, which is a Queen's of Stone Age song with uh, other lyrics in it as well. Um, but they have this sort of mythos around themselves that they are literally like that is he is Elvis. He's Darth Elvis. He was resurrected. Uh, he didn't die, actually, that's right, he didn't die, he just got taken away and put on the Death Star, and they just escaped the Death Star, they're on the run, they're basically, they're outlaws too, and um, that they are making music and, and joining the Rebel Alliance. So that's the band.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, album's great, definitely buy the album. And when they came to on the show, I, I totally expected them to be like, Oh yeah, so my name's Greg. Yeah, this is the this is how we got the idea, right? And that's the mindset I was in. I had all these questions about like, where do you guys practice? What's the sort of what's the thinking behind why you guys do this? You know, who first thought of Elvis? Blah blah blah. No, they came in like, yeah, Noah, uh, we just got off the Death Star, and and oh yeah, we're, uh, My name is Darth Elvis, and I was just like, what the fuck am I gonna do? This is live radio! We're we're going out live right now and I was like there in the headlights moment. I hadn't a clue that they were gonna do this. And also, in fact, that was a Saturday because the kids were there too, All the YRP, and they turned up in full costume. They turned up looking like a stormtrooper, looking like a TIE fighter. Um Oh that's right, uh Pete wasn't there, so um the guitarist wasn't there, but Greg was there as Darth Elvis and they just and they didn't take the costumes off they were and they had like the, you know like that the the voice chip modular for the TIE fighter and I was just like this is insane and had to kind of go along with it and play their music out as well so that was fun (laughs) looking back at it it was an it was yeah a deer in the headlights moment but looking back it's it's actually quite fun
0: through that, you, through the radio show, you ended up connected to Granite City Comic-Con, and you got to host a panel.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. So, um, yeah, they, I remember complaining on the radio that like, Aberdeen didn't have any cons. Yeah. They were just like, oh, no cons. This is this sucks. Come on. You know, I have to go down to Dundee and go to D-Con, which is very, hap- uh, very heavily Japanese-based, which, fine for everyone else. It's just not me, I'm not a big anime guy, but then this sort of news kind of sprang up from nowhere back in what two thousand and fourteen and I was just like, What so like m- m- immediately got on to the uh, the guys and they they all came in, and lovely guys, the best guys um came on the radio, talked about the the kind of plans and stuff um and then yeah, they were like, "We kind of we need people to do panels and and sort of present stuff." And so the first year when they had it at Extreme, um, it was the evening. Uh, they had a screening of that Judge Dread film that um, was it, Avi Shankar. No, not it wasn't Dread. It was the 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 cartoon that he made. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah the sort of unlicensed Dread cartoon. Uh, he got to... Sc- they, they screened that, but they also had... Um, oh, this is terrible. Pete... Uh, not Pete Blake. Guy who played Greedo. Paul?
0: Oh, Paul oh, Blake.
1: Yeah, you got it in one. Wow. Your your nerd card is, is punched whole. Mine has been torn up. Anyway, I'm, two of the stars from Star Wars, two very minor stars, who were in it for very little, were... Um, being interviewed. So I essentially was the kind of the moderator for the panel. I got to ask him a few questions and then have people come up and ask more questions. And then the year after, they moved to the Hilton Hotel. A more fitting venue, considering... The number of people who turned up for the first one. Oh, the first one was insane. People were queuing around. Because it was free. Yeah. It, people were just queuing around the corner. And... The
0: Evening Express
1: photographed it. And if oh. you
0: Google those images, they are
1: available. Like, if you're Aberdeen local and you know the beach area at all, this queue went from the extreme, the kind of back door of extreme, all the way around to, I'd say, the traffic lights on the sort of main road. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Um, But yeah, when they started charging and it went to the Hilton, um, there's less people, which is good because I'm pretty sure they um, (laughs) were having heart attacks the first time around. Um, But yeah, they had more guests. They had um, another star from Star Wars and the the same kind of two guys from before. And again, I got to moderate that panel. Um, And they've been growing from strength to strength and you know i'm still you know i see them around i'll give them a wave because they're just lovely blokes um i also got to go to other conventions like glasgow and like decon um did i go i don't think i ever went to edinburgh but i got i like i got to interview people because i had a press pass so i like would sit down um i sat down with chris judge do you know chris judge do you ever watch stargate you don't watch Stargate? No, I don't watch Stargate. Oh, you're the worst. So I did get to sit down with Darth Vader, essentially. Uh, the guy inside the Darth Vader costume. And uh, one of the guys from Star Trek 9. Not Star Trek 9. Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine. Yeah. um, Loads of people. Uh, Rose's mum. Um uh, Jackie Tyler I got to interview that Santarin that Jackie was Tyler. in the in the the little 3 group remember during Matt Smith's run Oh uh Drax Drax the Santarin yeah the guy who played him uh yeah that's um I was like oh I, I was like asking him if they were going to do a spin off and he was like well I think Stephen Moffat's quite busy on Sherlock and I was like yeah oh, yeah that's right like wow. thinking back it's just a lot of people that I interviewed and A lot of missed opportunities um, to interview people. And yeah, no, it was really like the time I I had a lot, a lot of freedom. Like, uh, I don't know how professional radio shows are done. I kind of have an inkling. I've talked to people before who do them, but it's mostly like, here's a playlist, play these songs, have a bit of banter in between. These are the ads we're going to run and that's it. But for this show, they were like, here's the studio. You press this button to go live. Have fun. And I was like, well, okay. So I, it just, like, it was so good to just kind of build up a brand and sort of figure stuff out on my own until I came to what essentially the show was before I finished. Um, and, yeah, just, like, having you guys on, having just, just – Friends, I once just brought on my sister and was just like, Hey, how's it going um like it was it was really just a lot of laughs, so I think if you are a young person or even just any not even just a young person, any person who is interested in radio or media and as such, I would give shmoo a look in yeah there's 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 not a lot that they do wrong um they are award winning they are lovely people, um, salt of the earth, just the best kind of person you'd want to meet. I
0: guarantee you there is a project in there that you would be interested in being a part of, even if you're not interested in the radio, even if you're not really interested in doing a music-based show. It's kind of what you want it to be.
1: If you like, So there's the radio, obviously, so you can... You can do what you want on the radio. You can just edit stuff. You can present. You can even just, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do. If you want to be a writer, they've got the magazines, a designer, a filmmaker. It's more the younger people for filmmaker. Very jealous about that. I really want to go on that BFI course. Why am I not 19 anymore, Bob? Um, Yeah, no, so that's um, that's a bummer. But... I would yeah, if you are of any age and you're interested in not only media but also engaging with your community, it just meeting new people, the amount of people that I now know because of Shmoo is is crazy. It's the the friendships for life and stuff in that. Um so yeah, I, I would say give Shmoo a look in, and they've always been very uh kind to me, and especially now that the new build is on the horizon they've just, they've spent a million quid updating their headquarters in Woodside Um, now, currently I mean, I don't don't know when you're listening to this podcast, this piece of internet media um, but they are about to move in, currently as we record uh, their new headquarters, which are brand fucking spanking new and they are super shiny and like, shit that Radio 1 has like the live lounge stuff that we were talking about, like way back when. Oh, I'm very. I'm, I might just wait. Might <laughs> just wait and go back. Um. Yeah. No. Shmoo is. Sh- great, and I. Um. I remember it fondly. I don't miss it because of the stress and the sort of low level ex- anxiety I felt every single week having to produce an hour live radio show, but. Um. Yeah, I look back on it partly.
0: So let's move on to your YouTube channel. Okay, you're gonna want to watch you when you were doing the sci-fi show. You had you did focus on social media a fair amount and just yeah. Um, we sat and looked at analytics together. We sat and looked at the
1: yeah. So the like doing a Facebook page is a good way to sort of figure out who's engaging with you because um, obviously as you know radio is not one of those ones that you can kind of get analytics for you can't get the, the stats on who's been tuning it
0: you are essentially blind unless you do a survey which is exactly what we had to do at one point
1: uh, so you don't know but a facebook page is a good way to kind of roughly figure out who is interacting with you Um, and I'm, in fact, I did actually produce, I think like two or three videos for the sci-fi show. I even starred in a terrible one, uh, that was for the Shmoo Awards and it was terrible because I had to act in it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did a few, a few cons and stuff like that, that I kind of filmed and did like a montage-y, um, sort of video for. So it kind of gave, that kind of gave me a bit of, um background i guess on doing stuff like youtube um but i like when i left shmoo it was really more just like looking for something to do not like like i was just like oh i'm so really bored like just challenge myself and like doing something that i hadn't done and i like um film i'm a big film and movie guy and more the technical side of editing and and sort of filming as well um so i started playing around with um the editor that i have on my computer the software um and originally the channel was going to be called high five so this is like my high five this is the top 5 of whatever subject that i like um then my wife told me that was a really dumb idea. And I was like, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> I'll change it. Um, And yeah, the uh, you're going to want to watch came from, I I just think, that, uh, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like I say that a lot to people. People are like, yeah, I kind of like this. I'm like, oh, you're going to want to watch this. You're going to want to watch Spice World, the movie. It's such a great film, Bob. It's such a terrible film that you're going to love. Um, so that's kind of how that come up, came about. It was like, so this was maybe like summertime last year, and it was just sort of playing about with um, fonts and the style and the look of stuff, um, getting the kind of format behind how I would do a video, sort of figuring everything out. Um, this kind of ran on into December when I think I'd done like maybe one or two videos and I wasn't happy with them, so they weren't, um, they were uploaded, but they were unlisted, so no one could see them. Um, So January, I was like, well, if you want to be a film and TV vlog, you definitely need to do a, A countdown of films for the year and insanely i thought yes review the 36 brand new films for the year that you have seen so this 18 minute behemoth was dumped on my channel like end of january and um realistically i like i'm going to do another countdown of film and maybe even tv this year um at the end of the year but it will not be 18 minutes of like what I thought of every single film and sad to say the bottom of that list was uh, a Beatles documentary it was a really terrible Beatles like one of the worst Beatles documentary that I've ever seen because a they couldn't show the album covers and b they didn't have the license to play any of the songs it was just floating heads talking about it was like women it was like a secretary from Abbey Road uh, Pete Best obviously was there because he has nothing better to do with his time anyway um, so yeah from there I was like well one a month isn't a bad idea uh, released uh, another one in February another one in March another one in April uh, May I released two because I'd been down to London and I did a short like three minute vlog um and that was kind of fun sort of changing the style of not doing like whiteboard videos which are videos that I don't actually star in but they're just kind of uh they are text and no aud- well, text audio and visual stuff like pictures and, and film so it's not me you, you hear my voice but you don't actually see me um, but it was really cool to do something a bit different. Um, and then the next month I raised another video. And then the month after that, I raised two little short ones that were nothing like I'd done before. One really dumb one that I'd actually done on my phone, uh, called how to organize your DVDs. And it's just stupid. But at a certain point I was like, well, why am I doing all my videos the same? Like just changing the topics of which they are. It's, your channel you can do what you want um and yeah it was it's it's been really fun uh up until this point i took a couple months off recently um uh simply because it was like the summer and you know got stuff to do and and uh yeah taking break i mean it's really important to take a break every now and again if you feel you need it don't like that's one of the main things I've taken away from shmoo and from like doing music and doing YouTube is, is just like take care of yourself mentally because otherwise you will just break down. Like you will just not be able to handle it and it will be worse. Like, like, you know, if you cut yourself, you're not just going to not put a plaster on it. You're going to like look after it because Otherwise, it's going to get infected and then you're losing an arm. Um, bad analogy. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, the YouTube's been really great. Um, I'm going to kind of switch up um, in the the future and do some sort of more on-camera stuff. Um, and as I say, do uh, a roundup of the year. And I'm also, there's a project that I've been really wanting to do. It, that involves Aberdeen as a city and it's sort of, it's looking at the history and the culture of film within Aberdeen. So like where cinemas used to be and where, um, things were filmed and, and Aberdeen in its Aberdeen's place within film history, essentially. Um, I have not a clue, but I'm going to fit that in hopefully sometime in the summer, again, take like a couple months off and just do that. But um, yeah, no, it's really fun. If you are a fan of film, if you're a fan of television, um, give me a look in, give me a, give me a, a, a click over. It's yeah, as I say, it's the channel is called. You're going to want to watch. But best way to get there is YouTube.com/slash Greg Swan because I got that channel back in 2006. And I've not been able to change the name of it until I get like a hundred subscribers. I mean, it's not the biggest thing, but I would love to get there so I can change the names to something that makes sense. And as we wrap up, Mm -hmm. what are the other links? Where else can we find you, Greg? You can go to to Facebook, facebook.com slash you're going to want to watch. And there's the Facebook page there. That is that is always updated when I drop a video. Um, main one though, I would go to Twitter. I'm at Greg Matt Swan. Um, you can catch me there. I I always drop uh, my videos on there, and also if I do, uh, if and when I do start up my music again, I'll drop my music on there as well. And um, yeah, I will retweet a funny joke every week. That's that sort of my YouTube, my Twitter banter is funny stuff and stuff that I do. So yeah, give me a give me a shout out at Greg Matt Swan, G R E G M A T T S W A N. Thank you very much, Greg. You are welcome, Bob. There we
0: are. That was episode three of the Granite Jam podcast with my guest Greg Swan. If you want to hear more of his music, "My Heart," "Your Thunder," on SoundCloud and on. Bandcamp, and if you want to see what he's doing on his youtube channel it's you're gonna want to watch on youtube and the links to both will be available in the description of this podcast if you want to hear more of what this podcast has this being episode three there's two other episodes available soundclives it's granite jam we're also on itunes just search in granite jam And thank you very much for listening. I'm available on Facebook and Twitter. It's Granite Jam. If you have any feedback, if you know anyone that I should be talking to on this podcast, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. It's Granite Jam on Twitter and Granite Jam on Facebook. I will see you in about two weeks for episode four of the Granite Jam podcast. Thank you very much for listening.